What I'm going to say to you is nothing that you didn't hear before. And the reason for still saying it is for my benefit and to share the same benefit with everybody. So the nasihat and the advice that you keep getting from your Sakhazaikra, some of the same things that you will repeat. Once, I don't know, Masulullah he had taught his brother of Mughal Sahib India. The students had gathered and he addressed them. So he recited the hadith when Rabbi Sassam says, وَإِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةَ لَطَبَعُ أَجْنِحَتِهَا لِطَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ فِذَنْ لَهُ لِمَا صَنَعَ Verily, the malaika, the angels, لَطَبَعُ أَجْنِحَتِهَا They spread out their wings under the feet of the student of deen. Person who's learning Quran Jaleel, who's learning the knowledge of the Quran Jaleel. So out of all of him, they spread out their wings under this person when he's walking. After having narrated this, he's related it, decided it. was a great personality and one of the senior most full of power was Atami Rahmatullahi. He then addressed the students and he asked them that do you have yaqeen on this? Do you have firm belief and faith on this hadith? Now the question asking not just any Muslim, we asking students of deen Obviously, everybody got iman in it, everybody got yakin in it. But when he asked the question, nobody answered. So he repeated the question, saying, It's called yakin here. Got yakin on this? So, again, no answer. Then he replied and said, or he continued on his own and said, That if we truly have yakin on this, if we truly have complete faith and conviction in this, 100%. Then our chalna badal jayega. The way we walk will change. Our bolna badal jayega. The way we talk will change. The way we conduct ourselves will change. You might have maybe seen sometime that some very big dignitary, some VIP, some whatever his position might have been. 
that he comes up with, maybe a name or whatever, they have some kind of red carpet treatment for him. A very senior government official, whatever. So they have some red carpet treatment for him. And he's walking on that red carpet. And when he's walking on that red carpet, how does he walk? He's got the whole focus of the whole world on him, maybe. He's got the whole world, a lot of people still around. And he understands that he's walking in a situation where he's been given some special honor. I imagine that fellow walking on the red carpet, he's whistling away. Maybe he's uh, shouting whatever he wants. Can you imagine somebody walking on the red carpet, given the red carpet treatment, and he's doing his own things? He is super conscious. Because he understands now, this has been an honor for him, but at the same time, there's certain expectation from him. How he's supposed to conduct himself now. He is not somebody out there, he's on the red carpet. So he has to conduct himself in that manner. So that red carpet treatment is a very, very minor thing, nothing, sometimes very highly likely also. That the carpet might be Najis also. No, what Najasa might have fallen on him. He's just looking all cleaned up, but in reality is Najis. So he's walking on something apart. So that is nothing. What is that? But the carpet treatment that the student of Deen is getting from the angels, what can compare with that? The whole world put together can't compare with it. But what is required is that conviction on this. <coughs> Yatin, the restarts on the setting. And therefore, this is a reality. Now that this is a reality, this person who Allah has afforded this great honor, this great respect, that he has been given the carpet treatment of the wings of the Balayla. He is not somebody else out there. He is somebody special. He is not just one of those people out there on the streets the bazaars and in the malls and here and then everywhere, he has a special position. So now as the Mahasir addressed the students that he was talking to, how he walks will change. Not necessarily now that he start walking in a different pace or something, meaning his conduct will change. That he will walk in a manner that it person walks who has some great honor and respect and some great responsibility also. So you won't see him in the wrong places also. He won't be somebody just going anywhere and everywhere. He won't be somebody talking anything and everything. He won't be somebody looking here and there and everywhere. Because all the time he is conscious of the position Allah has given him. So this is the position, the status, the honor Allah that has given. And this honor will continue even on the day of Qiyamah. While others are all still standing around, Allah will say to the Hafiz of the Quran Chari, you go out reciting the Quran Chari. And each ayat you recite, your stages will keep ascending. And your final abode will be by the last ayat you recite. So that honor which Allah has 
giving is not even something that we'll finish off in dunya, we'll continue when the real Allah will be nafir. But the first thing, and before saying that first thing also, that this honor that Allah has blessed, person who bears the Quran Shari, everybody else has to understand this honor. Allah has given this honor. The person who is becoming a doctor, he has to understand also that the person who has the Quran Shariq has a greater rank than me. And he has a greater position and honor than me. The person becoming an engineer, he has to understand this reality. The person who is a big businessman, he has to know it also. And the person who is doing anything else in the world, he has to know it also. And more than everybody else, we have to know it. We all have to know it. More than them, we have to respect this honor. We have to understand it, realize what it is all about, and respect this honor that Allah has given. Otherwise, it is like somebody, the king has given him some very, very expensive garments to wear, beautiful, best garments that can be bought. He insists on carrying that out and wearing some dirty old rags. Now, what a foolish thing that is. He's been blessed with such a great thing, he's carrying that out with some dirty old rags. So, when a person has blessed with the Quran Sharif, he conducts himself in a way that is against the dictates of them. It's like tearing off those best garments that the king has given and taking on some dirty old rags and walking around with them. So this is the thing that we have to become very conscious about. When a person has taken the path of learning the Quran Sharif, then this is not something that is that he lives a life that is a certain manner in Madrasa and out of Madrasa is a different life. No, he's a person who lives the Quran Sharif all the time. Whether he's in Madrasa is a person of the Quran Sharif, whether he's outside Madrasa is still the same office. The same person learning the Quran Sharif. Whether he is in public, whether he is behind closed doors and behind drawn curtains, then truly he is the same person. The same position Allah has given him in public, he has to respect that position in private also. The same eyes that he looks very with a lot of adab and ihtiram. At the Quran Sharif, when the Quran Sharif is not open in front of him, then he will still be respecting that side Allah that I gave him. And he will never be spoiling and soiling that side from something that Allah has forbidden. Because he's still the same artist. He's still the same person with the same Quran Sharif. He still has the same honor. So he must respect that honor more than everybody else. Unfortunately, many a times, Others respect the honor that Allah has blessed the person of the Quran Sharif And many a times he himself doesn't respect it. So this is the greatest tragedy that then comes. So this requires that together with realizing this, then we adopt the adab and etiquette that go with it. Elm, Elm is not something that is just information. Information is a lot in the world. The press of a button, you get all the information you want. 
many people are going astray with this information. What is required is ilm. Ilm is a noor, it's a light. And the noor comes by fulfilling the adab and the etiquette that are required for it. Biggest thing is adab for Allah. Adab for Allah. That whether in public or private, we are conscious of Allah. My Allah is watching me. What I'm doing. What I'm saying, my Allah is watching me. What I'm listening to, my Allah is listening. So, it doesn't matter whether I'm in front of anybody, I'm alone, whether I'm in public, whether I'm behind some closed door, Allah is watching. So that is the first adab. That is the first etiquette. Develop this. Constantly remind yourself of this. Then a person won't be turning to look behind his back. Who's watching? Is anybody watching? Like the one person who was insisting on somebody to come guna. So when nothing else worked, so she said to him, okay, close that door. What, what door she's talking about now? He closed all the doors. So he looked around and said, what door are you talking about? Which door? So the door through which Allah is looking. The door through which Allah is looking. There's no door that can hold Allah's knowledge and gaze and sight of what each person is doing. Allah knows what is going on inside his heart also. What thoughts he's cooking up in there. So, when he heard this, he got a shock. How can I ever, which door will close to for that? If it's over, we do it today. So to develop this consciousness, this is the first other. Then, the other of the means by which we get that ilm and know. Ilm comes from Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's system in this dunya is Allah Ta'ala gives it via means. Rain will come, it come from the skies. But you have to collect it via the roof, through the gutter, and then you come to the tank. If a person ignores that gutter, that water will never reach him. But it will come from the skies. So likewise, it will come from Allah. But it will come via the means. So the respect of the means. And the means in this case is our Satisaikira. And everything else that helps us to achieve that objective. The Madrasa, the things of the Madrasa. To the extent that our Kabir was so particular about this, one Personal army from the room, he walked into the toilet and then he rushed out immediately. He just took one step in and rushed out. So somebody observed this, asked him what happened. You know, I when I walked in, I just noticed there was a drop of ink. Previously, the fountain pen they would use, so some ink sometimes would spill a little bit. I noticed a drop of ink on my finger. I quickly rushed out to wash this off first. He says, but what? Which fatwa is this? You know the fatwa is your fatwa here. This ink also is a means of acquiring ilm. You write down ilm with this. So I will respect this also. I mustn't take this into the toilet. Imagine this was the respect that they had of not taking that. Even that drop of ink is not a fatwa issue. 
This is the other issue. So what would be the situation when, on the one hand, they have that, that respect, and if a person has so little respect, and he makes the whole, whole heart a toilet, he makes his whole heart a toilet, he's flushing all the filth of the world to his heart by all the fantasizing and thinking and whatever else. So, what kind of end, what kind of mood will come in that heart? When you make the whole world's flashing system his heart. So, we have to, the other for the Asatis al Quran, the other for the Quran Khadim, the other for the things of the Madrasa, all this brings together that mood and fills our heart with that mood. And then together with that, the learning of the Qur'an Sharif, this is not for the sake of just learning and forgetting it. To learn it, to remember it, to practice upon it. Otherwise, the Qur'an Sharif on the day of Qiyamat, it will become a witness and testimony on somebody's behalf, intercede on behalf of somebody and take him along to Jannah. And there will be somebody, the same Quran Sharif will come and bear witness against him. This person learned me and then ignored me. Learned me and forgot me. So this is a very great responsibility. If you learn the Quran Sharif, you need practice on the Quran Sharif. So this is presently our main focus. That we have to be giving our full attention towards learning the Quran Sharif correctly. Memorizing it correctly, reciting it correctly, and memorizing it well, but with the procedure, with the adab and etiquette, with the respect for the asadi like around, the respect for the aspects of the madrasa, and above all, adab for Allah. That there's no madrasa and holiday or madrasa and weekend that makes any difference to that. Allah is everywhere. One person was going somewhere. He may find he was earning a decent living, but suddenly he came to his chef, Mahmoud speaks about this, and he said he's going somewhere else, far away. So I asked him, why are you going there? He said, well, I'm going to look for something, some job there for the living there. So the chef said to him, okay, when you go there, then must give the Allah of that place my salams. <coughs> so he said, what kind of talk is this? Let's go there and give the Allah of that place your salams. He says, well, where are you going there? There is only one Allah, Allah. The same Allah that will give risk there is giving you here. There's only one Allah. So what difference does the place make to you? One is that now, if nothing is opening out for you here, then time to go walk on the earth. But things are coming out for you here. Where are you going now? Just in order to amass dunya. That was a different thing altogether that you are giving him a lesson. But the point we want to take from here is, that now this, sometimes, madrasa, that we have a certain way, out of madrasa, we might have a different way. That is that we have forgotten Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is everywhere. Aware of what we are doing, where we are going, what we are looking at, what we are listening to, what we are speaking. And Allah Ta'ala will bring all their thoughts. When he gave his son some advice, one of the things he said to him that Ya Bunayya innaha intakum ithqala habbatin min khardal fatakun fi sakhratin 
أو في السماوات أو في الأرض يأتي بها الله إن الله لطيف خبير Give me sons advice. We are all the, he's the our spiritual fathers. We are also the same son. That was his biological son. We are also the spiritual sons of these spiritual fathers. So the advice is for us. The Father of preserving the planetary for us. Oh, my beloved son, it is a particle, a very tiny particle. And where it is? Right inside a rock. Particle, you say, an atom. In the depths of a rock. Right up deep high in the skies, or right deep down in the earth. Yati bihallah, Allah Ta'ala will bring that forth as well. Now, what was he teaching? Some geography? Biology? What is the lesson that he's giving? The lesson was that Allah Ta'ala has power over that atom also. So does Allah Ta'ala not have power over bringing forth your actions again on the day of Qiyamah? What you did? What you spoke, everything a person is speaking, that word you took out, good or bad, it's all to be recorded. It come out of the day of the Amit. Where he looked at, what he was listening to, where he went. When he was looking behind, if nobody else is watching, Allah Ta'ala was still watching. If Allah Ta'ala can bring that atom forth, Allah Ta'ala will bring everything forth. So this is the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala that he was creating. That child's heart, to develop this. So one is that the adab with Allah ta'ala, adab to the Qur'an shari, adab for asatiza, learning the Qur'an shari, practicing on it. And then together with learning and practicing the Qur'an shari, we could have the niyat that we will teach the Qur'an shari, teach the words of the Qur'an shari, and teach the knowledge of the Qur'an shari, the amal of the Qur'an shari, invite one and all to this. So this is the <coughs> Focus right now that we learn the Quran properly and correctly. So that when the time comes, while now that in this point in time, we are home, it's the weekend, we will be displaying the life of the Quran We will be inviting to the Quran with our actions and with our words as well. And the day comes, inshallah, that we will dedicate our lives to the Quran So, this is something that we have to have in front of us all the time. And this aspect of this jazbah, this zeal, that I will become an invited to the Quran with my practical actions, with my words, with my deeds. Inshallah, you will all try to keep these things in mind. Inshallah. In this regard also, the istimadat will come in the Sumo Beach in June 14 to 16 with the Asatidah Mashura, those who are 15 years and above, depending on whatever the Mashura is, then the Mashura is that we should attend the istima. That ishtima is for us to develop the same consciousness. Not that it's just a some kind of occasion, see what's going on. So if you come, then you will come with this intention. How we can derive the maximum benefit by spending the time correctly and by imbibing the lessons that will be given to us there. Inshallah, we will try to practice on whatever we have learned. Let me all of us say, Tawfiq, wa akhir da'wan, alhamdulillah.